My name's Copeland. I'm an estate agent. Well, I was. It was a great life. Everyone loved and respected me. I used to help people buy and sell their dream properties, get paid huge commissions, and the women, well, <laughs> you know, they were never that interested, come to think of it. To be honest, I don't think I was that loved or respected either. And my sales record was, well, pretty poor. Not everyone can be good at everything, though. <laughs> Take Jim Bowen, for example. Now, I can't think of anyone who could present a Sunday afternoon family darts-based quiz show as well as Jim Bowen. But could Jim Bowen be a gay porn star? Or a gangster rapper? Or write a multilingual guide to the history of Norwegian flora and fauna? Probably not. Know your strengths, that's what I'm saying. Maybe I wasn't destined to spend my time trying to hide dry rot from unsuspecting potential homeowners or baking fragrant loaves of bread to mask the stench of a local ruptured septic tank. Those things were terrible things to do. Lying to people to sell them an ideal. Maybe that's why I was so bad at it. I always had someone ready to sign and right at the last minute I would say, are you sure you're happy with this subsidence? Or, I'm not sure I could live in a murder house. It wasn't good for my career, but it was good for my conscience. And that, my friend, is worth more than all the Salesman of the Month awards you can get. That is peace of mind and a happy, honest life. Now, I'm a thief. Still, probably not the best thing I can do, but now I'm working with some new friends and I've finally found respect. Copeland, you fucking idiot, we're over here. Oh, sorry, <laughs> I got a bit lost then. How? You were stood right behind me. Yes, but I thought I saw a, a thing over there. A thing? Yeah, it was pretty big. Look, you've swapped the train ticket from the nasty man and given us what we need. So, thanks for everything, but you can go now. Oh, okay. Teddy, don't be horrible. He's staying. Why? Because I said so. Oh, well, thanks, Charlie. That really means a lot. A target of three means we're individually less likely to get shot. They might shoot him instead of us. Good point. Yes, it, uh, it really means a lot. Now, Copeland, batshit Billy is a very old friend, but he's not the easiest of people to get on with, so better not to say too much, yes? Got it. Although I wonder, do you think I could use his bathroom? For fuck's sake. Maybe he's not in. He's in. I know he's in. He's got to be in. I hope he's in. I really need a wee. Billy! Charlie? Teddy? What the fuckery fuck are you two fucks doing here? We need you, Batshit. Yeah, um, something's come up and uh, we really need your help. Oh, and I need a wee. Could I possibly use your WC? Who the fuck is this fuck? That's uh, Copeland. Yeah, his dad was a huge fan of the police. Well, aren't we all? Good to meet you. Piss away, little fella. Upstairs, first on the left. But if you go near my bedroom, I'll rip off his skin. All of it. Right. Well, um, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Batshit. Uh, I'll just be a mo. I'm so sorry to hear about Lineker. I know how much he meant to you. Yeah, sorry about shit. Yes, well, thank you both. I miss that little fucking dog so much. He was like a dog to me. 
Still, no more crisps for him. <laughs> yeah, I said that. Smoky bacon, I believe he liked. Oh, yes. The finest crisp man has created. I prefer prawn cocktail. You fucking would. Don't you dare disrespect Lineker's memory. You fucking hated fucking prawn cocktail. Sorry, batshit. I didn't mean any offence. I'm sorry. Sorry, batshit. Teddy really didn't mean anything by it. Teddy, I've told you before about keeping your opinions to yourself. No one likes prawn cocktail. It's okay, Charlie. I know he didn't mean anything by it. It's just... He fucking hated fucking prawn cocktail crisps. And now he's gone. I know, Bill. I know. It's okay. Batshit. You know I love that, Doug. I'm sorry. I won't bring it up again. Okay. But I am watching you. If you so much as look at that prawn cocktail crisp again, I will cut out your heart. That's fair enough. Hi, guys. What did I miss? You. Sting. Uh, no, uh, Copeland. Um, yes. What are your favourite flavour crisps? Oh, well, I guess... No! What? You shut up, Charlie. Let him answer. Right. So, favourite flavour crisp. I guess... Copeland, please. Teddy, I'm warning you. Keep your mouth shut. I need to know. OK. Well, yes, I guess... Hmm. That's a tricky one. Let me see. Actually, I'm quite partial to... Oh, uh, God. Partial to... Oh, God. Yes, partial to... Cheese and onion? Cheese and onion? Yeah. They're always pretty good, aren't they? Yes. Yes, they are. Cheese and onion? Cheese and onion, a fantastic choice. I forgot about cheese and onion. They were Lineker's second favourite. Please, come, Copeland. Please sit. Let me get you something to drink. Oh, lovely. Thanks. Yeah, a nice cup of tea would be great. Cheers. Coming right up. Teddy, make us all a tea. Uh-oh. OK. Yes, fine. Now, what can I do for you three cunts? Well, we were hoping you could help us with this. Holy bugger! How did you get this? Oh, well, Sam gave me this little ticket scanner and I posed as a ticket inspector. And when the scanner turned blue, I swapped it with a fake one. Really? Yeah. Honest? Uh, yeah. He did. Cheese and onion fuck. You just leapt up a few thousand notches on my nutter contometer. Oh, well, uh, great. Happy to help, I think. Seriously, anyone voluntarily risking both their nuts to save a man's life and potentially stop a war is one brave mother romancer in my book. A war? Yes, the ten-ton war. If I'm right, this ticket holds the code. The Memco code? Yes. Or at least the very first part. We need to act fast. Wherever this code was destined for, well, a fear won't last long. Luckily, these codes can't be changed when set in motion. Uh, hang on. The guy I swapped it with, what if he remembers me? He could track me down and remove my testicles. What with? Good luck with that one, Copers. Teddy, where's my foot and tea? Sorry. Here you go, Bill. Oh, thanks very much. <sighs> yes. A very nice drop. 
Cheers. The man Cortland swapped the ticket with knows as much about Memcor as Cortland does about the mating rituals of the indigenous tribe in the Papua New Guinea. Well, I presume they go on a lovely date first. See? No. Memcor has no face, no agents, no trace. They use cords everywhere. Train tickets, for example. A cord that's scanned secretly, silently, through train networks, phone lines, the ether. Well, how do we even know this is one of their codes? We don't. It's what we call in the trade a hunch. A hunch. Copeland risked his hairy ball bag on a hunch. He did. And the world is a better place because of it. You're very welcome. So, what now? Well, as I said, this ticket contains a cord. I need to break that cord. And then you, my friend, have work to do. <laughs> 